Praise the Lord and welcome to a brand new week. And thank you for joining us in hearing the word of truth. I just want to say the current world system is not of the Father, Father God, the Son, or the Holy Spirit. Nevertheless, I humbly invite all of the listeners to find peace and sound mind through meditation of the week from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, and Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him, and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Today's main message comes from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 24. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 24. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, and in the power of his might, put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt with having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. 
and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance, utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for, for which I am an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak, but that ye also may know my affairs and how I do. Tychicus, a beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, shall make known to you all things whom I have sent unto you for the same purpose, that ye might know our affairs, and that he might comfort your hearts. Peace be to the brethren, and love with faith. From God the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ, in sincerity. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we have gathered in the name of Christ Jesus to hear your word. We bless and exalt your name, Lord. May the captain of our faith, Lord Jesus Christ, receive praise among the nations. Please anoint each and everyone listening this very hour by the power of the Holy Spirit. Grant us a clean heart and a ready soul, and a ready mind, to receive your words of wisdom and open our understanding, Lord. May only your truth, your word of truth, be sown onto the hearts of the listeners across the internet, so that they may grow exceedingly in knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus. By your grace and mercy we find joy, in the salvation of our soul. I pray especially for our young listeners to also find and receive this joy of salvation and also the selfless love of your only begotten Son. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Apostle Paul wrote his letter to the saints in the church of Ephesus, emphasizing that this is the word given to all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity, saying, Grace be with all. This week's message is a message that gives true hope only to those who love our Lord Jesus Christ with all their hearts, mind, soul, and strength. However, it will be a word of fear to those who belong to the world and that do not love the Lord, but follow the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Apostle John testified very clearly about what is in this world. If we turn to 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 through 17, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. 
If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. He also warned about being even more careful when the Antichrist appears in the end times. If we turn to 1 John chapter 2, verse 18 through 20, little children, it is the last time. And as ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now are there many Antichrists whereby we know that it is the last time. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out, that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. That word um, in verse 20, unction, U-N-C-T-I-O-N, means anointing. We need to clearly understand that the old serpent, the devil, caused the first man to sin through temptation. Not only that, but he stole all things in the world that the first man received from God. When the devil tempted Eve, we need to read and study of what kind of lust and temptation he put in the heart of Eve. We turn back to Genesis 3, verse 6 and 7. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did, he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together, and made themselves aprons. So check this out, the tempter, the devil, twisted and still has been twisting the truth ever so slightly. Modern deception of truth comes in the form of the Bible. By tweaking and twisting, adding and subtracting the word of God through numerous versions of the Bible. He has been misleading many into eternal damnation, starting with Adam and Eve. For example, if we turn to the book of Revelation, they mention the mark of the beast. Without it, nobody can sell or buy, rich or poor. The devil's not going to come announcing, hey, this is the mark of the beast. So you either get it or you don't get it. He's not going to announce it. But the Bible tells you 
what it is so that you can avoid it. Keyword is revelation. It is the book of revealing everything, beginning to end. So if you don't read it, first of all, if you're not saved, and if you don't read and study, you will not have the wisdom, understanding, and have discretion given by the Holy Spirit. It's simple as that. You can be the most educated man or woman on this planet and you'll never see it coming because he, the devil, is a great deceiver. This is why we read earlier in chapter 6 of Ephesians the importance of wearing the whole armor of God. This is reading and studying the Bible front to back. This is why the Bible is a necessary tool in our daily lives. You know, not only do we remember and do the commandment that was given by Jesus himself. Everybody knows this, right? Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. And also love thy neighbor as thyself. We all know this, right? But we can't cherry pick and, you know, choose just that and then forget the other commands. Search and study. Well, if you don't, how are you going to know? You're going to miss out on everything. Very well-known verses in John, um, the very first chapter, chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. These are the first three verses of the uh, Gospel of John, chapter 1. The reason I mention this is the Word is God. And who is God? Jesus is God in flesh. He may not be here today with in flesh form, but he is here in front of us. If you have a King James Bible in front of you, you have the Word with you. But the word needs to be manifested by you personally, one-on-one, -on -one, spending time reading. And whether you're reading the wrong version or not, you're not going to know if you don't study. All the perverted versions, such as NIV, NLT, anything other than the authorized version, the devil worked through his workers to twist, add, subtract, and has skewed the word of truth. As we clearly saw earlier, that's how Eve got deceived. It's very important. 
Okay, so back to the message. Jesus, who appeared in the form of Adam in flesh, to die on a cross in order to take away the sin committed by the first man, was led by the Holy Spirit to the wilderness to be tempted by the devil, which is the old serpent. Jesus received three kinds of temptations that the first man, Adam, also failed in. Turn to Matthew 4, uh, verse 3 through 11. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Then the devil taketh him up into the holy city, and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple, and saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Again, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain, and showeth him all the kingdom, all the kingdoms of the world, and the glory of them, and saith unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. Verse 6 and 7 sound very familiar, right? When we started um, the meditation of the week in Psalm 91. Lots of fun things you can find within the Bible. How they tie together within books, within chapters, uh, between the uh, two testaments. Apostle Paul testified that he is helping the children of God that are tempted. In Hebrews 2, verse 18, For in that he himself hath suffered being tempted, he is able to succor them that are tempted. Jesus got tempted, and he overcame them. So his children, children of God, he'll also save them too. Help them to overcome the temptation at all times. God has warned the Israelites not to give their children to Moloch several times. Moloch is a pagan god that they serve other than the God of Israel. Uh, if we turn to Leviticus uh, chapter 18 verse 21 first. And thou shalt not let any of thy seed pass through the fire to Moloch. Neither shalt thou profane the name of thy God. I am the Lord. Uh, the next verse that we're going to look into is Leviticus 20 verse 2. 
Again, thou shalt say to the children of Israel, whosoever he be of the children of Israel or of the strangers that sojourn in Israel, that giveth any of his seed unto Molech, he shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall stone him with stones. But they did not obey God's word and sinned numerous times. Then did Solomon build in high place for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, in the hill that is before Jerusalem, and for Molech, the abomination of the children of Amna, Ammon. That was in 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 7. Next is Jeremiah 32, 35. And they built the high places of Baal, which are in the valley of the sons of Hinnom, to cause their sons and their daughters to pass through the fire unto Molech, which I commanded them not, neither come it, neither came it into my mind that they should do this abomination to cause Judah to sin. Baal, Chemosh, or Moloch, was the image of the devil that they served, making them burn their children with fire and turning them into sacrifices to Moloch. Its shape, Moloch's shape, was the image of ox, like a cattle, like a cow. Prophet Ezekiel testified that Lucifer, that became the devil by rebelling against God, was in the form of an ox. He was originally a cherubim covering God's throne. First, let's look at Ezekiel chapter 10, verse 14. And everyone had four faces. The first face, the first face was the face of a cherub. And the second face was the face of a man. And the third, the face of a lion. And the fourth, the face of an eagle. Uh, and then Ezekiel 1, verse 10. As for the likeness of their faces, they four had the face of a man and the face of a lion. On the right side. And they four had the face of an ox on the left side. They four also had the face of an eagle. And lastly, Ezekiel 28 verse 14. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and I have said thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. The image of Moloch that the Israelites sacrificed their children through fire was the image of a devil with the face of an ox. This shape of Moloch is set in the image of a bull all across the world. Even nowadays, if you look at, um, for example, down at Wall Street, there's that statue of a little girl and then uh, 
that giant bull charging at her, right? Tempting people to follow the lust of the flesh. The lust of the eye and the pride of life. Wall Street. In today's text, today's message, the principalities, the powers, the rulers of the darkness of the world, and the evil spirits in high places are manifested as, as politicians. And the powerful group under the disguise as government chains, such as Deep State, CIA, FBI, IRS, Homeland Security, and etc. The rulers of darkness in the world are committing sins such as drugs, homosexuality, pedophilia. Now we are experiencing evil spirits such as Antifa and B uh, Black Lives Matter BLM in America. Even nowadays, sexually corrupted people in deep state are worshipping Satan, sacrificing countless children to Moloch through satanic rituals. It's no longer a secret or conspiracy theory, but it's very real. In the case of the United States, the conspiracy of the New World Order through the works of Deep State, Illuminati, Freemason, and globalists, which have been revealed to be Bush family, to Clinton and Obama, will lead to all judgment during the Great Tribulation after the rapture of Christians at the day of Christ. Their global agenda through Great Reset is a foolish conspiracy by the wicked to prevent the Lord Jesus Christ from appearing to judge the nations and set up his millennial kingdom. Through the 2020 U.S. presidential election, the elites of the deep state joined forces with the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, and other nations to commit tremendous frauds aimed at eradicating democracy. And it is currently being declassified and it will continue to be revealed. The ultimate goal of these forces is to destroy the fundamental Christians who believe according to the Bible. Quick thought, do you agree with that? You agree with that plan? They are aiming to enslave the entire world under their dictatorship. Now, someone had once asked me recently about the uh, the dark powers of the uh, Communist Party, how evil they are. We had a little discussion about it. How the China Chinese Communist Party is still going strong. It's not a good thing, and how that has bled into North Korea. And it was a very recent, recent discussion. And we can clearly see how Communist Party has their hands in every pot. Obviously, we can all see that, right? 
The children of God are in the warfare against the principalities, powers, and the rulers of the darkness in this world, and the evil spirits in high places. We are soldiers of Christ fighting against the world for victory. Spiritual fight. The way to overcome the world as Jesus overcame this world is to be clothed with the whole armor of God so that we can overcome the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Being content with what we have to eat and to wear. And also purifying purifying ourselves, looking toward the day of Christ when Jesus, our Lord, appears. But until then, we keep preaching the gospel in season and out of season. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all situations in the hope of reigning with Christ in the millennial kingdom. Therefore, I wish you all to deeply engrave in your heart what Jesus said to his disciples before he died. John 16 verse 33 These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. I just want to say, this is far beyond American politics. It's not the left versus right. It's beyond a debate of uh, Democrats versus Republicans. This is a battle of good versus evil. God versus the devil. If you're expecting and hoping for a better outcome of this world in the near future, you are far from the truth, my friend. The only thing better in the future is the day of Christ and the millennial kingdom of Jesus Christ. Jesus wants to fill his kingdom with his children. On the flip side, the devil wants you to reject Jesus and drag you into hell and ultimately into the lake of fire with him. That's where he's going to end up. Ever since Jesus Christ resurrected, the devil is on a mission on all mankind to bring everybody into death and into lake of fire. To keep you from believing Jesus Christ. To keep you from believing in God. To keep you from reading the Bible. What do you love more? Eternal life with Jesus or the things of this earthly world? Once again, the Bible warns us not to love the world and the things of it. One more time. 1 John 2, chapter 2, verse 15 through 17. Not, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. 
For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth for ever. You know, Jesus himself said that he doesn't pray for the world. Let's turn to John 17, verse 9. So this is him praying to God about his disciples, which includes us. If you're a saved Christian, this is you also, you and me. That's if you're saved. I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine. So there's your proof. If you got questions, Bible's got answers. You'd be amazed what you can find in here. The peace and safety spoken through United Nations and also One World Religion teachings, such as WCC, World Council of Churches, WEA, World Evangelical Alliance, and Elijah Interfaith Institute, are false doctrines and deceive promise. A false promise by men who cannot provide true peace here on earth. No, according to the Bible, mankind is not able to rule each other. Um, if you read Judges, the book of Judges, 1st and 2nd Samuel, and also obviously the 1st and 2nd uh, Kings, and both Chronicles. If you read those books, there's a long history of rulers, long history of judges and also kings, especially kings, how they fail. It's been on and off of kings rising and falling, rising and falling, repetitive for many years. And it's just to show, you know, God allowed it to happen over history just to, just to show us that nobody can rule other than Jesus Christ himself. Because nobody is pure, nobody is just, nobody is righteous. So the real peace only comes from Christ Jesus. During his 1,000 year reign, R-E-I-G-N, through his millennial kingdom, the 1,000 year reign of Jesus Christ which will arrive after the seven-year Great Tribulation. Once again, the Tribulation does not start until the Rapture, the Day of Christ, when all Christians, all saved saints, Christians, okay, are taken up into the heaven. So here on earth, for seven years, there will be nothing but unbelievers here. It will be nothing but people, full of people here on earth, for seven years, who did not 
repent and believe in the blood atonement of Jesus Christ. You know the devil is a liar. He'll lie all the way until you fall into hell. But once you receive Jesus Christ, he, only he will give you the power to overcome the temptations of this world. So dear friend, the time to get saved is now. It's a sin not to believe in the blood atonement of Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, who was sent to die for our sins. This is the gospel according to Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the first four verses, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. If we turn to John 11, uh, 25, verses 25 and 26, Jesus himself mentions resurrection. So check this out. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou didst. Whosoever lives right now, today, you're living and breathing, right? If you believe in this gospel, you will never die. Jesus asks you today, do you believe this? I hope the answer is amen. Also, salvation is a gift. It's not something you can buy or work for. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Ephesians 2, verse 8 and 9. Now that you heard the gospel of Christ, you must confess and believe the gospel. This is Romans 10, uh, verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord Jesus Christ, call upon his name, you shall be saved. Next is Romans 10, verse 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Sounds really easy, right? It is. Twisted and corrupted religions out there make it so hard for you to believe and get salvation. This is dispensation of grace. The door is closing. Just like the last days of Noah, the door, you know, door closed on the ark. Once it was full, God shut the door on the ark. Time to get on that lifeboat in this uh, dispensation of grace. So will you receive him today? 
You need to invite the Lord Jesus Christ to enter your heart. Call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We'll do the sinner's prayer together, but this is your prayer. I'll start off and you can follow along. Pause and repeat along the way if you need to. So here we go. Lord, I am a sinner. I know that I shall be judged and shall be sent to hell because of my sins. However, I believe in Jesus Christ who was judged and died on the cross instead of me. Now I open my heart to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Please come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior forever. Please lead me in your way so that I may serve you. Thank you for cleansing of my sins by the blood of Jesus. Thank you for saving me from the destruction of hell. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, name we pray. Amen. Thank you for your time, and if today was your first time ever hearing the gospel of Christ, God bless you. And please do share this message among your friends and family members, and also co-workers who have not yet received Jesus Christ. Also, please read your King James Bible daily and get to know who Jesus is. Episodes such as today may be, you may have to hear more than once. It's perfectly fine. You know, faith comes from hearing, and hearing is the Word of God. Once again, God bless you, and may the grace and truth of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, be with you always. Amen.